District of Conservation is sponsored by CFACT. To learn more about our sponsor, head over to CFACT.org. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Happy Monday, everyone. Here is a brief episode today to discuss three important trade shows or events you ought to attend in and around Virginia or across the country. I'm going to largely focus on Virginia Lobby Day, which is happening a week from today, which I'll sadly have to miss since I'll be in Vegas for SHOT Show. This upcoming weekend is the Virginia Fly Fishing and Wine Festival, and SHOT Show will be shortly after that in Las Vegas, Nevada, despite people circulating rumors that the show is not taking place it is still happening it is still going and proceeding forward according to the event organizers and i'll be there on the ground to cover it usually on martin luther king day the virginia citizens defense league much like other groups here in virginia that are not gun organizations host what we call lobby day i think many of you are familiar with lobby day it's a day where you A regular citizen can go meet with your state lawmakers in your respective state capitals. Here in Virginia, our capital is Richmond. And you can go and talk to them about upcoming legislation, pre-filed legislation. You can ask them to support or oppose different pieces of legislation if you have a relationship with the member that you're meeting with, whether in the state senate or the House of Delegates. You can go and catch up with them. Even if you don't agree with the lawmaker, you can go meet them and hopefully change their mind on different issues. So it's a great exercise in holding your representatives accountable. According to VPAP, which is a great tracker for all things politics, the legislature, General Assembly, as we like to call it, it's the oldest governing body in all of the new world. It's over 400 years old. The state legislature is going to be opening for in-person lawmaking and meetings this session because of the new administration coming in, the Yunkin administration, and I think a desire for people now to return to their offices and for regular citizens and constituents to hold these representatives accountable and to meet with them and to know what exactly is going on. When Democrats had full control these last two years and coinciding it with COVID, they closed it. So now we have in-person legislating and also opportunities to meet with your lawmakers. And so Gun rights activists here in Virginia can participate in Virginia Citizens Defense League Lobby Day. Monday, January 17th from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. They say going in the morning is the best time and you can participate up until 4 p.m. And you will go and meet your lawmakers at the Pocahontas building in downtown Richmond. Can't miss it. It's pretty easy to find. Parking can be a little bit of a situation, especially if a lot of people are going And this is following inauguration once we have a new administration. But parking should be free because of it being a holiday MLK day. If you're interested in attending, you want to know if you're able to carry guns because they have not changed the laws back to what used to be acceptable and permitted. You used to actually be able to conceal carry in governmental buildings before anti-gun Democrats changed the law in the most recent legislative session or two. So check on VCDL's website to know what you can bring. It's better to not and and not get in trouble if you didn't read the rules ahead of time. I know they suck, but you don't want to get in trouble until the rules changes come back and we get some normalcy established. So they have all this different information about what is available, how you can participate, where parking is, if you want to take a bus, pay money to take a bus if you're not wanting to drive They also have a list of speakers. So in the morning, you're lobbying your lawmakers in the House of Delegates or State Senate. 
And then you're going to hear from a lineup of speakers, and this usually happens. So some people that stick out so far to to me on the list that I like and I've known for many years, personally speaking, but good representatives of the Second Amendment cause. You have Cam Edwards, host of Cam and Company and editor of Bearing Arms at townhall.com. You also have Richmond radio host Jeff Katz on WRVA. You also have, who I don't know, you also have Delegate Nick Freitas, who will hopefully get on the podcast a little later this month to talk about his viral speech on the Second Amendment from a few years ago, maybe what changes we can foresee on gun rights if we will go back to kind of the policies we had in place before 2020, and maybe his thoughts on conservation and much more. And there are some people from out of state that are also speaking as well. So you have a list of people who are speaking. Again, go to vcdl.org and you can find all the details. Link in the show notes. Can't miss it. Highly encourage you to attend. Two years ago, we had, I think, the biggest draw of any lobby day when there were like over 20,000, some people say upwards of 40,000. I think the estimate was closer to 25,000, 30,000 people, largely Virginians, but even a few from out of state who came when the outgoing governor, Ralph Northam, was threatening to impose or sign into law, rather, gun control bills. And they did after the fact, unfortunately, despite hearing from people, they had labeled the event like a white nationalist event, which was not true. They were trying to create obstacles, blocking roads, putting in an an emergency declaration, which you can't do, but somehow he was able to get away with. And so just so much attraction of negative attention to the event was preempted by the actual event, which was actually very safe, very well attended. I saw lots of long guns, but I didn't feel for my life. It was very safe. And overall, the event was really good, a good showing, even though they passed gun control and signed gun control into law shortly after, towards the end of the session, unfortunately. But this year, because it's now a Republican-led administration, I think you're going to see a lot of undoing of gun control legislation that passed under the last two years of the Northam administration. And even though it may be difficult to undo it through the General Assembly until the state Senate races are afoot because Democrats still control the state assembly by two seats. There's a two seat margin. I believe Republicans control the House of Delegates now by the margin of four votes of 52 to 48. So they have a little bit of a majority there to prevent gun control legislation on the House side. But the Senate side is not an assurance yet until the elections in 2023. So I don't know if we'll see anything pass Perhaps maybe some moderate Democrats may cross the aisle to restore some really good gun laws we had to undo some of the bad legislation just recently enacted. We'll see. But it may be a little difficult to do that. But at least no gun control will be passed. Let's move over to the Virginia Fly Fishing and Wine Festival. This is one of my favorite events to attend. I've gone, I think, twice before. And if you like fishing, you're new to fly fishing, you want to learn more about fly fishing, this is the event to go to. And don't be deterred by winter weather, cold weather. It's a a lot of fun to go. And the event organizer, the executive director, Bo Beasley, has appeared on the podcast to talk about the show, what attendees can expect. And he wasn't able to join me on the podcast before the festival, but I wanted to kind of share for you guys what you can expect. To attend the show, it's actually quite affordable. It's like 20 bucks. And with your price, you essentially get like a wine glass that you'll be able to sample all the wines and alcoholic beverages to your heart's desire. You can also attend, if they're not already sold out, different seminars to learn how to 
do fly casting, fly tying, learn different techniques to fish different waters and species. You'll get to, if you're curious, to meet different exhibitors and artists. There's great food there. You can't go wrong with it. So you'll see people from in and around the Commonwealth of Virginia attend. And actually, the show has become quite a regional draw. And we're even drawing in people from the other side of the country, from the West Coast, to the trade show as well. And I think even people from Canada as well. So it's a great show, a lot of fun. You get to try some great wines from Virginia and from outside Virginia. And it's very family-friendly. No pressure to go to the show. It's going to be held from this Saturday, the 15th through the 16th. I will be attending the show. If you want to connect with me there, I'm supposed to meet with a few people, and I'm going to cover the event using my new GoPro Hero 10. Really excited to test that out. I will be there the Friday before for a Women's Making Wave event on the 14th. So ladies who are going to that, I look forward to seeing you there. And then I will attend the show on the 15th, weather permitting and no conflicts, or if I don't get the lottery tickets to inauguration. I don't know what the status of that is, but I'm foregoing covering the inauguration since I'm a freelance reporter and not one that is directly tied to a town hall. I'm more of a freelancer with them, so I didn't want to take away a press pass request from someone from a more established media source. And that's okay. Um, But I'll have plenty of opportunities, I think, to interview the incoming governor and his people from his administration. You can head over to vaflyfishingfestival.com to learn more about the festival. You can buy your tickets online. You can register for classes. And you can also buy tickets at the door. I've done that before. Super convenient to do. No problems there. The sponsors of the show, TakeMeFishing.org, is a great organization. We love Take Me Fishing here on the podcast. I know people there. Phenomenal. There's also Harmon's Log Cabins out of West Virginia. You may be familiar with them. Trout Unlimited is also a sponsor. All in all, a great show. They're going to be open Monday or Saturday and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Meadow Event Park in Doswell, Virginia, just below or just, I would say, a little bit inland of King's Dominion, the famous theme park off I-95. And hopefully there will be no problems driving on I-95 after the disaster of the recent snowstorm we had. So hopefully 95 is cleared up by then, and I think it is. But great show. Hope to see you that Saturday there and connect with you if we already have not connected. And maybe we'll catch up if we're long-lost friends. But a great show, and you can go there, like I said, also on the 16th. And briefly, SHOT Show in Las Vegas. After a three-year absence, I am very excited to be returning to SHOT Show. I started to cover the show in 2015 when I was just doing blogging with a blog that I used to run with my sister called Countercultured. And to be able to have the opportunity to go to this show, which is the preeminent trade show for firearms hosted by the National Shooting Sports Foundation, was really eye-opening and such a great opportunity for someone like me when I began in my freelancing career. And across the years, I've gone several times. I missed it in 2016, then I went in 17, 18, and 19. I skipped it in 2020 and 21, obviously because the show was canceled in 21 due to COVID. And I'm going to be returning now again after a three-year hiatus. So there's going to be an expansion of the showroom from what I understand. A lot of people have spread some kind of misinformation about the show and its status. They were looking to CES and saying, well, it's dismal attendance, therefore SHOT Show won't have that. But different organizers from NSSF who host SHOT Show in Vegas have reassured attendees that nothing has changed. The show is going as planned. There are mask mandates in effect, which I know are not popular. I personally don't like them, but I would, like I said, I prefer... That over a vaccine passport, 
and you can always go outdoors. There's a lot of outdoor space. So if you feel exhausted from wearing your mask, you can take a break, go outdoors. That's what I plan to do to not have to suffocate wearing a mask all day. Uh, but you can time and, and be effective there. And I think it's still going to be a fun show to attend kind of some goals I have. I am going to talk to some friends from different exhibiting companies about different products relating to firearms, trail cams. I'm actually really looking forward to two events too. I will be definitely attending the Governor's Forum on the 19th, and it's featuring a whole swath of pro-Second Amendment governors, largely Republicans from different states where businesses have moved their operations to more gun-friendly states like Tennessee, Georgia, things of that sort. There are a lot of governors slated to attend, some very popular governors, names you guys will all be familiar with. So I will cover that in article format. I'll try to get some audio to transmit to you guys here on the podcast. And also for all you budding outdoor communicators, SHOT Show We at the Professional Outdoor Media Association, shortly after the Governor's Forum, I believe it will be at 2 p.m. local time in one of the Palazzo rooms in the Venetian Convention Center. I can send you all the details if you guys are curious. We're going to be having a press conference about the organization, and I don't know exactly what is happening then, what we're discussing at the press conference. Even though I'm a board member, I should know, but I haven't heard the details of what our press conference entails. Those are a lot of fun. Refreshments are always available. If you want to learn more about POMA and outdoor communications and outdoor media, definitely attend that. But I will be at the show from the 18th, to the 19th, I fly back to DC on the 20th. So I will be arriving that Monday, the 17th. So you guys will hear me deliver an interview with some great natural resources and energy and environment communicators that are also in the Young Voices Contributor Program. I can't wait for you guys to meet Patrick Hines and Kat Dwyer, who also tackle the natural resources beat with me at Young Voices. They started the program a little bit before me, and I really want to have others be aware of them because I'm not the only person covering natural resources. There are plenty of others who have our center right take that ought to be heard and ought to be elevated. So what better place to do that than here on this podcast where we invite other people to talk about what they're focusing on, what their priorities are, and I can't wait to bring them on. So when I go to SHOT Show on the 17th, we're going to have a pre-recorded episode with Kat and Patrick for you guys to listen to, and I can't wait for you to meet them. Thanks for listening to this installment of District of Conservation. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to never miss a beat nor a guest announcement. Make sure you're subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, our highest listening platform, and also find us on Spotify, which is also a popular choice, and wherever podcasts are played. If you ever have any questions, thoughts, concerns, go leave some reviews for us in these respective podcast players, especially Apple. And let us know what you'd like to hear or who you'd like me to interview next. We have much, much more content ahead in 2022. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.